بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين ما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما خلقت الجن والانس الا ليعبدون وقال تبارك وتعالى قد افلح المؤمنون الذين هم في صلاه مخاشعون صدق الله العظيم بلاد الذين يبردس جسن صلاه اكسبيرينس load shedding for the few moments of few minutes the reality is that our salah was most closest to the salah of sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum in the masjid of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam this is how the salah was every day there were no lamps there were no lights in the masjid of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam the lighting and the brightness of the masjid of nabi alayhi salatu wasallam with the musallis with the sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum Tamim Adari radiyallahu ta'ala anhu in the 9th year of Hijri in the 9th year of Hijri Tamim Adari radiyallahu anhu was the first sahabi to light a lamp in Masjid al-Nabwi for 9 long years there was no lights at all in Masjid al-Nabwi but the amal of the masjid was carrying on via the musallis of the masjid that was the beauty the zina the decoration that was the ac and the carpeting and everything of the masjid was the musallis and the sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum So Allah tabarak wa ta'ala in his fadl and karaf for a few moments we experience the load shedding we should feel ya Allah we thank you at least there was some mushabaha some resemblance of Masjid al-Nabwi and Sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum in the time of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam so we should not take it to be as a burden sometimes we are taken back in time and our progress is going back to Madinatul Munawwarah the progress of our Muslims is going ahead in technology and science that is a ni'mat of Allah Allah gives us we'll use it But the real progress of a Muslim in his life is to go back in time to the threshold of nubuwa, to the akhlaq, the amal, the life, the sunnah, the usul, the hasana of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. That life of a person who has a sunnah has become most valuable in the eyes of Allah Taala. Nabi Ali sallallahu sallam came into this world and was sent to us, was sent to us to hold every single person in the hand and show him the way to jannah. Allah has made us abnaul akhirah. We are sons of akhirat. Ad-dunya mal'oonun. Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam said, everything in dunya is accursed. In sharia when we say something is accursed, it means that it has been distanced and removed out of the rahmat and mercy of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam says, every single thing in dunya has been accursed. Illa alimun. Except that person who is a seeker, who is an alim, who has a knowledge of deen, he is in the rahmat of Allah. أو متعلمون أي person who is seeking the knowledge of Deen among the niyyats intentions we make for when we come to the house of Allah is to seek knowledge we make that intention yeah I'm coming to the house of Allah to sit in ta'aleem to sit in a masjid to sit in a program to go for a gush to go out in the path of Allah and coming to seek knowledge a person now will dive into the rahmat of Allah and the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all those things attached to the dhikr of Allah are all in the rahmat and mercy of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala besides that everything else is accursed Allah ta'ala keep us in the avenues where we draw the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right now what we are going through in the world what we have been through we are going through we see the dunya is full of problems full of problems and our deen is full of solutions in our deen there is no problems Allah has given us a pure and complete a most beautiful deen that has the solution to every problem And to show us that solution 
Allah Jalla Jalaluhu through his rahmat, rahmatulil alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, send Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam to give us the solution to every problem. But because the mind, the social media, the atmosphere, the environment around us, is bombarding the heart and the mind all the time. Problem, problem, a third wave, a vaccine, and everything else. So the heart has accepted it. And 95% we think problem and 5% solution. Whereas Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave us 110% solution to all our problems. And where is the solution? Where are the solutions we are talking about? Deen is such a beautiful way of life. Ulama explain our deen is not a religion. When you speak about religion in the world nowadays, religion is confined to a certain place or time. Certain venue or certain time. That is religion. We have the Sabbath, where the Jews celebrate oh, every, on, a, on, a, on a Saturday, where they have their rituals and the restrictions. So once in a week now, they will have the Sabbath. That's their religion. Beyond that, then they are free. Then you have Yomul Ahad, the Sunday, where they are made a holiday, where the Christians have their day to go to the church, and beyond that we are free. The Muslim doesn't have only a Friday. Every day he is a Muslim. His entire life is deen. His entire life, a dunya sijnul mu'min. His only life is a prison for him. He wants to get out of here. He's not making dua to remain in dunya. If he makes dua, Allah give me a longer life in the service of deen. Otherwise my life is of no value. Allah give me a longer life in your ibadat, in your obedience. Or there is no value to my life. Allah has given us His life to worship and to so servitude to Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. So our deen Islam is not a religion confined to one night in a month or one month in a year, the month of Ramadan or just a Yomul Jumu'ah, the day of Jumu'ah in the week. But we have the most beautiful example in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa where he showed us that every second, every moment, every breath of your life belongs to Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. Allah is the one that made you, created you, engineered you, they called you architecture, it is Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. Allah made you from head to toe and everything inside and outside. This worldly life has been given to you to recognize Allah Jalla Jalaluhu before you meet Allah. We can imagine a person now, Allah save us, but Mashaikh say, that what will happen to that person who never had this thought in his heart, in his mind, that Allah has given me this worldly life to make an effort to recognize and to know who he is. That's why my life has been given to me. One is a person never even thought about it. Yalla, why, why am I here right now? And which way should I be making an effort, Yalla, to recognize you, to know you, who you are? To recognize you and know who you are. In the Quran, Shadi Ulama explain, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks in Quran, Hu Allahu alladhi la ilaha illa hu. Where Allah tabarak wa ta'ala in different words of Quran, different ayat, Allah uses huwa, O Allahu alladhi, Allahu alladhi, Allahu nuru samawati wal ard. All these ayat we have starting with the name of Allah, O Hu Allah, He is Allah. You see, the creator of this creation is inviting the creation that come and recognize who I am, I have done all this for you. I have done all this for you, but you don't take out the time to even think about me. Or think who I am, what am I doing for you, where you came from. The little child or the unborn child in the mother's womb, 
myself, yourself, every single human being. In the womb of the mother, it is only the direct hand, qudrat, power, will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that created every one of us. The designing of the eyes was done by Allah. The designing of the mouth was done by Allah. The designing of the ears, where the ears will be placed and how it will look, was designed by Allah Himself. The placing of the heart, the entire so to say, the plumbing of the insan and human being, done by Allah Himself. The wiring of the brain, person is so intelligent, the entire wiring of the brain, done by Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. Allah did everything Himself with this, that this human being will go into this world and not forget me. He will not forget me. Allah Ta'ala says, look within yourself, who made you? Who is still doing everything for you? The most insan will do is lift the muscle up and put it into his mouth. Then Allah Ta'ala says, Aram karo. Then go and relax now. I will take care of everything within your body. When you have to relieve yourself also, you don't have to put an alarm on. I will put on the alarm for you. And how to relieve yourself, I will release it for you. But insan, you just don't forget me. Don't forget me. Make the effort to recognize me and become close to me, as close as possible. So when you go into the qabr and the question will be asked, Mar Rabbuk, who is the one that nurtured you, nourished you, took care of you, created you, did everything for you? And now the heart will speak. Now the heart will speak. They say, should not be like a person is going on a long journey. And now he goes to purchase a CD. And on there he has written Juz Amma. This is Tatyad Sipara. Sheikh Mahir Mu'aykiri. Sheikh so and so. One of his best readers. So he buys it. And he says now this, this CD will last me for the entire journey. I can learn all my surahs as I'm driving. It's a beautiful cover on the CD. The Haram Sharif is there. So he purchases, he puts it into the CD as he starts his journey. He puts it into the, into the audio player. But there's nothing playing, it's blank. How to read the CD shows everything. para, the reader so and so. But something wrong with the CD is blank. Ulama say should not be that outwardly I look like I have my iman intact. But I haven't made the effort to recognize my Allah should not be when I go into the qabr, the CD of the heart now is blank. Now it's not playing anything. When a person is being asked, so the effort of, the, of this world, my dear brothers, all these solutions Allah Ta'ala has given us in deen for us to understand the solutions. To learn our deen, Allah has given us solution to every single thing. And Allah has pre-warned us also, there will be trials and tribulations in your life. So don't flare up. But how come it happened? What happened? How come we lost him or she passed away? Oh, my business went. Oh, there was some fluctuation. Oh, there was lockdown. Allah said, Definitely we will test you. It will be the demand of your iman to show at that time now. What will you say? What will you utter? Will you say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon? Oh, will you attribute every difficulty to everyone besides Allah? Allah says, All these will happen. Don't flare up. Don't get excited. Be composed. And know who your creator is. Understand the unseen system of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. Allah has all the solutions in place. But all these solutions, they are locks. We've got to unlock them. All these solutions.
We have to unlock them. A person who wants something in dunya also, he has to make an effort for it. He has to unlock that avenue. Whether he wants a degree, become an alim, become a doctor, become an engineer. He has to unlock those avenues and make an effort. person has a shop, he has a safe, he has a lock. There's something valuable behind it, it's not cheap, he has to make an effort for it. In the, in the dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allahumma aftah aqfala qulubina bidhikrik. Oh Allah, open. Allahumma aftah, oh Allah, open aqfal, the locks of our hearts. By means of your dhikr and remembrance. Commentators say from here we can understand this dua, that Allah has put locks upon the hearts of humans. They are locks. By the dhikr of Allah jalla jalaluhu, the more dhikr we will make, Immerse ourselves in the remembrance of Allah, in the recognition of Allah, what we have been sent for. And the avenues of the remembrance of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu, the locks of the heart are open. And what's within the hearts? They are ma'adin, they are minds. Not of gold and silver. But minds of the ma'rifat of Allah. The recognition of Allah. Who my Allah is? Through my salah, what will I get? Through dhikr, what will I get? Allah has a whole treasury by Him. His locks upon it. How to unlock one-one warehouse, treasury of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. Allah has given us keys. And all these keys are found in deen and sharia. But humanity at large are looking for solutions elsewhere. Where Allah hasn't kept the key. But we're looking in the dark, hoping to find the key before moat. And before we know it, حَتَّى إِذَا جَاءَ أَحَدَهُمُ الْمَوْتِ قَالَ رَبِّ رْجِعُونَ The mouth will pounce upon the person, he will say, Oh my Rabb, return me. لَأَلِّ أَعْمَلُ صَالِحًا فِي مَا تَرَقْتِ Ya Allah, I love that one good deed, I just want to cover it up. I just want to cover it up. Allah will say, كَلَّا Urdu, he said, هَرْجِزْ نَهِ Never, there's no returning. You had the chance to invest as much as you can in this worldly life or your akhirat. Dunya Dunya is a mazra'a, is a farm, is a kirti, cultivating field for your akhirat. How much am I going to do here in the night of the Araj? Nabi Ali Salatu wa Salam, Nabi Ibrahim Ali Salatu wa Salam, he said, Give salams to your ummat, we should reply, Wa alayka wa alayhi salam. Give salams to your ummat and tell them that Jannah is a barren land. There's nothing there. They have to plant the seeds with the dhikr. وَلَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ لَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ وَلَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ They'll have to open up the doors of Jannat. There's only one, there's only one time opportunity in a life is right now. We have got to give everything. Allah has given us another Ramadan soon to come. May Allah give us the month of Ramadan we receive in good health. We you know last year what had happened. Dahab cries, Ya Allah, give us another Ramadan. Balikna Ramadan. So how to now put our foot on the accelerator? Ya Allah, we're coming to the month of Ramadan. One farz times 70. One lafil times one fard, the reward. Allah is prepared to give. And multiply it. And finally, the ultimate aim. The ultimate aim is, Ya Allah, we want a one-way ticket to Jannah, the Firdaus. No via root via Jahannam. Want a one-way ticket. Ya Allah, you want Jannat in dunya and Jannat in akhirat. But how to get a Jannati life? A Jannati life, a Jannati wife, Jannati children, a Jannati home. And everything becomes Jannat in this world. 
Yes, trials and tribulations will come, but it will not affect the heart. My heart is my Allah. I know this will come. Now it's pushing me more and higher to my Creator. It won't pull me away. Ya ulama explain, how do I know that this certain situation of mine, some trial, tribulation, that has come upon me, Ya Allah, is it a test from you? Or is it now an adab and punishment from you? Ulama explain, when that test comes to a person, the trial, tribulation, whether it be accident, somebody ill in the family, loss of a family, or the business, or the cow, the property, whatever it may be, at that moment, when we hear the news is happening right now, and the heart goes running to Allah Jalla Jalaluhu, Inna Lillahi wa Inna Ilayhi Rajiun, Allah says you have passed the test of flying colors. It wasn't azab, it was a test because He brought you closer to me. But if it knocks at that time, and He comes down crunching on Him, something happens to the vehicle, to the car, He gets a phone call. That your son was driving and somebody knocked into him a brand new car. And he comes in his heart, even that inkling, inkling, which is not right to say, but he says, Allah shukr I'm insured. Na'uzubillah. That I have somebody besides Allah to cover my back. Allah says, go. Allah says, go. How much further are you going to go away from me? And cushion yourself to the right and to the left and to the back and to the front. How many airbags are you going to put? It's all in my control. That was not a test, it was a punishment for you. That oh my banda, wake up, when are you going to come back to me? When are you going to come back to me? Because I designed you, I made you. Your decor, your engineering of your entire brain and body was done by me. And now you, your hands were given by me, your feet were given, your brain. And now using everything against me. How far are you going to run away from me? The month of Ramadan is coming for us to turn our direction away. And now run towards the month of Ramadan. And the Hadith Sharif says so beautifully that when my slave comes to me running, when my son comes to me, my slave comes to me walking, Allah says, I come to him sprinting. <coughs> Allah is free of any walking and sprinting. But they say when insan will now change his direction away from dunya and towards akhirat and towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Yallah, I want you. Yalla, I cannot live without you. I need you. And he makes his intention in his life. And everything else around him is just the ocean. He's the ship. His body is the ship. And within the ship is the heart of Iman. His Iman is in there. And he is the captain of the ship. As long as he's sailing upon the water, and the water doesn't come in of dunya, that ship will reach his destination safely. But if he lets inside the dunya to come into the ship, the water does come in, and slowly he will sink. We have our hearts, we have our bodies. Dunya is around us. It's for us to swim safely across the dunya to get to the shore of Allah's muhabbat and love. Before we reach Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. When he will walk towards Allah, Allah says, I will embrace him with my rahmat and my mercy. And when I will pull him towards me, ulama calls the sivat jadb. When Allah will pull a person, when Allah will pull a person, we are unable to reach Allah. Allah is wara al-wara. It's beyond our comprehension. But when you will take the first step towards the masjid, towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and make that azam and determination that from today on, not one salah I will live in my life. Not one salah from my mouth, Allah, I will live. And he makes the determination to walk towards Allah, then when Allah will pull him, 
When Allah will pull him, which human can pull him away? There's no one. They can make muqabala. They can go against Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. So Allah has given us his life, my dear brothers, to make our akhirat. We are abnaul akhirat. We belong to akhirat. What Allah has kept in akhirat for the believers, Allahu Akbar. Nabi Ali Salatu Salam mentioned that Jannat is such a place. Jannat is such a place no eye has seen. No ear has heard about. No one's even heart or mind has fathomed what Allah has kept in Jannat. It's beyond our comprehension. But then to Muhaddisin say, we've heard in Ahadith, we have heard in the Quran the descriptions of Jannah. Jannatun tajri min tahtil anhar. That there will be rivers, there will be gardens, where there will be rivers flowing beneath them. Then you will have rivers of milk that will never change. And rivers of wine, which will be so sweet to the person that drinks it. And rivers of honey. So we heard about it. Our Jannah, we have a bit of picture in the mind. But Hadith Sharif says that Jannah is such a place no person has heard. No person has thought about, no person has seen, but we have heard. We have heard about it, we think about it. Muhaddisin commentators say, this hadith refers to those jannats which Allah has not described in Quran and hadith to us. Hasn't described as yet. What we have heard already is so beautiful and so attractive. But there are such things Allah has kept which we haven't even heard about as yet. When it comes to the lives of the Jannatis, Allah has made, ulama explained that this world of dunya is mata'ul ghurur, is deception. We know a person renovating the house or building a home. That beyond and behind all the glitter and glamour and the ties and everything else is just, what do you say, brick, cement. Cement comes on my clothes. I say I am dirty. You're painting the wall of the most beautiful and expensive paint. It comes on my garb. I say it missed me. It has missed my garment. Everything is just dolled up around us. But behind it we know the reality. Unattractive. We have to make it look attractive. Whereas Jannat, my dear brothers, is 100% genuine, not fake. Is that a deception? Different riwayat, Nabi Ali Salatullah explains to Sahaba radiallahu anhum what Jannat is about. And he says, one brick of gold, pure gold, not just one gold coin, but the bricks of gold and silver, and in between the, the cement of musk and saffron. They say the floor, the gravel will be of pearls and rubies. It won't be of tar, it won't be of cobblestone. It will be genuine, real stuff that Allah has kept in Jannat. And then the clay will be of saffron. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give the Jannat these clothes to wear. That never will become old. It will always be in fashion. It will always be the latest trend. Over here in dunya we know the trend is changing all the time. One time when Jamaat came from India, one of the Satis gave a bayan. And he says that in the old days, we cannot say the hey days, the good days. Those were the sinful days. Allah forgive us. Allah said the old reels, destroy them and burn them. The old albums, burn them up. We don't need them. When you go in the qabr, we left behind our sins, it's going to haunt us in the qabr. 
He says in the old days, before I came into Deen, the 60s and 70s, he says every time, every year, is a new group, a certain type of fashion will start, then the entire trend will change. He says from the bell bottoms, then came the very narrow bottoms, then came the corduroys, then came the safari suits. He says every time the fashion changes, I have to change my wardrobe also. Every time you change, I have to change, go shopping once again. He says until the Jamaat caught me. And they took me in the path of Allah. Since then I changed my wardrobe forever till moth now. Now I'm wearing the sunnah, I'm wearing my kafan. I'm ready to meet my Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That person who will give up something in this world in the name of Allah, Allah will give him the replacement in Jannat. And what Allah will give him are clothes of Jannat. A person cannot imagine the trend, the style, the fashion that Allah will give him in Jannat. Whatever hairstyle he wants in general, Allah will allow him. In this world, a person, we are obliged to keep a beard. In Jannah, Allah says, no beard for you. Youthful forever. Always handsome. There will be markets in Jannah. Here we have body parts. The reverse to caste pairs. There there will be a souk and a market of body parts also. But for that person, he will go shopping on a Friday. Whether he wants his biceps or a certain inch, or he wants triceps, or he wants a six-pack, whatever it may be, Allah will say, all for you. Now you sacrifice in dunya, the haram gyms, and the music, and intermingling. Now come, marhaba into my gym. Now whatever you want, you will get it, it's for you. Whatever you sacrifice in my name, I will give you now in jannat, because I made you for jannat. You are material of jannat. Not of dunya, dunya is a curse. And that too, you'll never be happy. Nobody's life in dunya is perfect. Nobody's life is perfect. No one is perfect, nobody's life will be perfect, no couple is perfect. No one's children is perfect. That's for Jannat and Akhirat. Allah will give it there. With our naqais and shortcomings, then to make an effort to reach Allah, Allah will say for you is Jannat. The clothing of Jannah, beardless, no beards in Jannat. Allah will grant them such hair, they will have golden combs that will be produced and served to them. With combs of gold, now brush your hair. And then the food of Jannah. Nabi Ali Salatu Salam explained to Sahaba radiallahu anhum, Nuzulam min Ghafur rahim When the guest will come, the first meal that we prepare for the guest is always the best meal. Or it should be the best meal. When the Jannah will enter into Jannah, Allah will lay out the Dastarkhan, Jalla Jalaluhu. So to say, a person goes to a walima or a da'wat and he enters and he sees a certain truck with a certain caterer. Already his stomach is grumbling that we have a sumptuous meal for lunch today. Because the caterer is a top caterer, five-star caterer. Qiyamah's day, who will be the caterer? Allahu Akbar. Who will be preparing the meals? Who will be serving it? They say the, the plates of gold and silver, genuine, goblets of crystal, the drink of Zanjabil, kafur. Different, different fragrances, different tastes. La yusadda'oon anha wa la yuzifoon. That they won't get a headache because of the wine. They won't get intoxicated. The enjoyment will just increase. They say the food of Jannah will be served for them, not because they're hungry. It will be just to taste and to enjoy. To taste and to enjoy. Nabi Ali Salatu Salam said to Sahaba radiallahu anhum, that that nuzul in the first meal of Jannah, Allah will turn dunya into bread. 
And Allah will serve it to them. Why dunya has all the ni'mas hidden within it, all the different foods and fruits that we have. Allah through His qudrat, how He will do it, He will tell you to do bread. A Jewish rabbi was there. He said, oh Rasulullah, shall I tell you what will be the first food to be served also? They had it in the scriptures. He says, tell me. He said, it will be the enlarged part of the liver of fish. Nabi Ali began to smile and laugh. But even he knew that the first serving Allah will give them, what the taste will be, how it will be served. Allah in his qudrat will call the jannah is marhaba sit down, partake of the meal. We had a long journey in this world, come and enjoy now. And then the golden coaches of jannah, the sofas, the couches, and how they will relax facing one another. No enmity, no hatred, no malice. Only smiling, laughing, enjoying. They be sharing wine, pure, pure wine of jannah. Like how people in this world, they go to the tavern, and how they enjoy themselves in the haram, drink of this dunya, Allah will give it for the halal one in Jannah to enjoy ourselves. That entire scenario Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made for those now, that will connect themselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The trees of Jannah, see the three trunks will be made of solid gold. The branches of research will take a horse ride them. Hundred years he will ride within the shade of one tree. Just one branch, he won't, he won't cover the shade of the tree. What Allah has made for the people of Jannah, when it comes to the youth, it comes to the food, it comes to their drink, then they will be given bracelets to wear. They be given bracelets. Allah well, explain for the youth of this world, their beauty, decoration, their zinat is their beards. Is not chains and bracelets and rings. That's for the woman. Allah has made that for the woman. Gold, silver, silk for the woman. That youth or that man that will wear gold, silver and silk of this world, Nabi Ali Salatu Wasallam saying, Qiyamat and Jannat, he will be deprived of this. He will not get it. Sacrifice it here. The beauty of a man in this world is his beard. Yet Allah has kept his manlihood in that. The Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the carpets of Jannat of silk, the carpets, the cushions, the green in color, how will you recline the women of Jannah? The entire description you find in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ulama say, speak so much about Jannah that the heart begins to yearn, Ya Allah, things are better than that side compared to here. It's better to be there than to be here. One youngster will ask one time, we know our young children at home, we have a special cupboard, or a drawer in the house where we have all the goodies, the chocolates, the sweets. But the young boy is warned over and over again, don't put your hand in there. We have a restriction on you. You only get so much. The mother will tell him, you only can have so much in a day. One youngster was asked, after describing Jannat to him, would you prefer being in Jannat or being here? He said, I prefer it there. So I asked him why. He said, I can eat as much candy as I want to over there. How much chocolate and sweets I want to eat there, I can eat how much I want. Oh yeah, my mother says I can't eat so much. So life is better there than over here. The youngster understands that. The Jannah is a better place. For us to understand the Jannah is a better place. But what is the key to the Jannah, my dear brothers? As we say, everything has a lock. The heart has a lock, which is the dhikr of Allah. Iftahul Jannah as-salah. The key to the Jannah is a simple Salah five times a day. If you don't have, don't build castles in your mind that I will get Jannah without Salah. Nabi Ali Salatu Salam mentioned the Hadith. The key to the Jannah is your Salah. 
If you want that Jannat with all the decoration and beauty and enjoyment and freedom, as much as you want to, your private beach, your private water spots, whatever you want to, never to get old. This is about the last Jannati. The last Jannati that will be in the fire of Jahannam. He will burn till he becomes black like coal. Then the kuffar that will be there, they will see him. And they will mock him, they will taunt him. But he used to say that you are Muslim. But where is your Allah now? He had in his heart the belief in the oneness of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. But a life of sin. So Jannat, to go to Jannat we have to be purified. Purification process takes place in Jahannam. That is a punishment as a purifier for him now to be entitled to go to Jannat. Only clean people will be allowed to enter into Jannah. When they will taunt him and mock him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rahmat will come into force and josh. That he believes in me after all. And here Allah will explain, when we hear this ahadith, the last person in Jannat, Allah forgive me, we think somebody else. Is that me? I'm safe, I'm okay. I'm already advanced Jannati. I'm already Jannati, alhamdulillah. I got my namaz, I got my kurta, my topi, everybody else is gunegar. No brothers, we have fear upon ourselves. A tabi'i met, a tabi'i met, 30 sahaba radiyallahu anhum, he said, I found in every one of them, they had the fear of hypocrisy. Sahaba. And I'm afraid, ya Allah, have iman, no iman. The last person, Allah's rahmat will come into force. Malaika, remove him from Jahannam. They will take him out. Absolutely tired. Absolutely tired. Burnt, black like a coal. Even boiling water to drink, the tones of Jannat, the burning of his skin. Now he be removed. Allah will say that dip him one time in Nahrul Hayat. Dip him one time into the river of life. He be dip one time, he be removed. He be shining once again. And now you look ahead. Now you look ahead. Like a person in this world has been traveling overseas and now he's returning and he's hoping now the customs that just walk through green light and when he sees past the green light he doesn't look back he doesn't call me back he's gone through he got through finally he's not going to look back now and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows him a beautiful piece of like an oasis beautiful river and a tree Allah ta'ala will make there and he will see it and you'll say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh my Rabb, oh my Allah. I am so tired in our language, Allah. I am so tired. Allah, give me a chance to go and rest a little bit. The journey behind was very long. So Allah will tell him, Oh Bani Adam, oh son of Adam, I know you so well. In our words, now if I give you my finger, you'll take my hand. If I give you that, you'll ask for more. It is a qasam in the name of Allah, Allah. I won't ask you for anything else. Allah will transport him. He will relax. Nice fresh water. He's got his so-called island, the shade of the tree. That what I went through, finally I can relax in my life. And then you will hear a sound behind him. You will turn around. You will see a more beautiful piece of ground. Even more beautiful than this one. A person now gets his dream flat. Whether they be on the beachfront or somewhere. Finally I made it, I got it. But then he gets a da'wah to the penthouse on top. And then he sees the view from there. He says, I hope I get it on the top also. 
Although he got his dream flat. And when he gets to the top from there, he can see another spot further away, possibly of Tlanga. He said, I need to get there now. He's never satisfied. Allah has made insan like this. Now you see the other piece of land. Say, oh my Allah. It looks so beautiful, so alluring. He'll just transport me. Allah will say, oh Bani Adam, I knew you. If I give you a little bit, you'll ask for more. Say, wallahi, wallahi, take qasam in your name. Allah won't ask you anything else. Allah will have mercy upon him. Allah will transport him. Everybody is in Jannah already. He's the last person. The entire scenario, Nabi Ali sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, opened to Sahaba radiallahu anhum. The Rabi, the narrator Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anhum. Then he will be relaxing. Then he hears sound again and the third one. Same thing again. He'll ask Allah. Allah say, I know you. You'll never be happy enough. Nothing will fill your belly. Allah then will transport him. And then he will hear behind him something opening. When you look behind him, you'll find the door of Jannat opening. You see, the doors of Jannat for 40 years of Akhirat, he will stay only the design of the door of Jannat. People in this world have designer doors. And a person who has an eye for woodwork, how long now he'll touch the door, he'll look at it. Because he, has, he knows the value of this door. We can imagine the, the design of the doors of Jannah, the Jannati will look, Ya Allah, what door is this? Who designed it? Who made it? How beautiful. And when you will peep through, you will ask Allah, Ya Allah, look at this. It's full inside. There's no place. Allah will say, no. Those are all your servants and attendants waiting for you. All those are people that are waiting for you to make your istiqbal and to receive you. That is your reception. And so to say, it is mentioned when the doors will be flung open. And now finally he walks into Jannah. The stage will be already put up for him. The Jannati girls will be singing for him, Marhaba, Ahlan wa Sahlan. They have been waiting for you. Attendance to the right, to the left. His own butlers, Ghilmanun. He say, young boys, well guarded, pure, shining. They'll be serving him what you want. What can I serve you? What food will you have? A person in this world goes to a foreign country. He comes out from the, from the airport and he sees some, one person standing with his name on the board and he feels so important. The Allah will have an entire Jannat waiting for him. All his khadims and descendants, Allah will give him, they say, his plot in Jannat will be ten times the size of the entire world. The lowest Jannati, Allah has given him that. And Allah will ask him, Allah will ask him, are you happy? Say, Allah, you're asking me, but I'm happy. I broke all your commands. Allah will ask, are you happy? Can I give you anything more? Then he will reply, أَتَسْتَهَزِئُ بِي وَأَنْتَ رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ Oh my Allah, you are playing the joke with me, whereas you are Rabbul Alameen. Nabi Ali said this and began to smile. The Sahaba Ikam will see his, the inner part of his mouth. And then whatever for in Jannat. Therefore that Jannat, my dear brothers, the keys in the masjid. is nowhere else. The key to that Jannat, understand, believe, is nowhere else. It's only found in this and every masjid of the world. Our salah on time in the house of Allah. Allah has made it. Allah has made salah upon us five times a day compulsory. What does it mean? Allah will not come down from the heavens and call you, Oh Yusuf, why come for salah? Oh Muhammad, come for salah. Allah will be the system. Allah has appointed the mu'addin to call out to every single person that yeah, Allah has a meeting with you. Person, now this is the wife will phone us. I'm in a meeting, I can't talk right now. Allah says, I also have a meeting with you. And this meeting with you, I made it... Fars upon you. That you have to come meet me because I want to meet you. 
And your meeting with me, I will pay you for it also. I will reward you for it. Allah explained when the Mazin calls out and a person shows indifference, doesn't have the fikr and concern for his salah also. It is as if to say to Allah, that Dear Allah, I am busy right now, I don't have time for you. I don't have time for you. When I get time, then I will come. Tell that to your boss. Tell that to your clients. You will have no clients. You will have no job. For years you are telling, oh Allah, Allah, I am too busy for you, I don't have time. When I get time on a Friday, I will come. What Allah has kept for us, His bounties, His ni'mas, His rahmat, that if we are supposed to get maybe five years of our life, Allah has been deferred to ten years, fifteen years, twenty years, and I am still not making it. By making it, but I am still chasing it. I am not just set in life as yet. That's when different riwayat is mentioned, isharatan, directly, indirectly, that person whose salah is correct, his entire life will be correct. And we are taught in tafsir, when Allah Ta'ala speaks about salah, He speaks about iqamatul salah, perfecting your namaz, this is reading salah. Allah wants salah perfect. Sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli. Nabi alayhi salatu salam says, perform salah if you see me performing salah. One is to perform the salah, to do the amal of deen, to do the action in deen, but do it in such a way that pleases Allah. I can do an action of deen, but my own style, my own way, not accepted. It has to be done in a way that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to get the full results. Ulama explain a person who is in salah in namaz. Person who is in namaz, whatever his needs are out of namaz, Allah will take care of it. As long as you're in salah, you will never fail. There's no failure. You're standing in front of the one that has created you and knows your needs. I gave up my need, ya Allah, for this need which is greater than everything else. To put my head down on the floor. Because the solution to all my problems is five times salah in the masjid behind the imam. And to the best of my ability, with takbir ula, the first takbir, in the first safa, nothing less. Yeah, I want it full. I want the full reward, the full benefit. And nothing less than that. This is sari'u, sabiqu, that the run, vayu, compete. That yeah, I want the front safa, I want the first safa, I want nothing less. Because the key is here. The key to Allah is jannat, He will give me jannat in this world also. وَلِمَنْ خَافَ مَقَامِ رَبِّهِ جَنَّتَانِ Allah Taala said, "The person who fears standing before Allah, and there's only two times in a person's life he stands before Allah. There's only two occasions a person stands before Allah. They say one is in dunya in salah, and the second standing will be before Allah on the day of qiyamah. And on the day of qiyamah, the first thing to be taken into account by Allah on the day of qiyamah, as salah will be the namaz. How was your namaz?" There's only two standings before Allah. In salah in this world, if you stand here before Allah as Allah wants, Qiyam Mazri, inshallah, you're able to stand also. Allah Ma'alusi Rahmatullah says, the person who has his fear of standing before Allah, Jalla Jalaluhu, Jannatan, for him is two Jannats. Allah says, for you is two Jannats. Jannatun fi dunya, bi udhuril mawla. That Allah will give you a life in this world, in the presence and consciousness of your Creator. We'll be living in the muhabbat of Allah. Right now, Allah say we don't know what it, is, what it is to love Allah. The person hasn't learned to love Allah, then his love for his wife is not genuine. It's not genuine. 
If you don't know how to love the creator of your wife, how do you show love to your wife and your children when you don't know how to love the creator? That's how we get upset. We get temperamental. We get depressed. We love Allah, we understand this is a ni'mat of Allah. Yalla, I don't deserve this ni'mat. I don't deserve this bounty of my Allah. If I have the love of Allah, I know how to show love. To what extent I show my love to everyone. So he lived in this world, in a jannati life, in the presence, in the recognition of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. When he's eating his food, he realizes, Allah, it is your hand that is feeding me. Is that by chance that I'm being fed? Or this food came onto my dastarkhan, Allah, it is from you. The sky is from you. This home is from you. The business is from you. Everything will be Allah in his life. Be living a jannati life. And, وَجِنَّةٌ فِي الْآخِرَةِ بِلِقَاءِ الْمَوْلَى Allama Ulusi Rahmatullah Ali says, one will be Jannat in the Akhirat when he'll meet his Allah Jalla Jalalu. When he will meet him finally. Yalla, you kept so much for me. And you gave me so much. The things I never asked for, that too you gave me. What I asked for, that too you gave me. Now he'll meet finally the one that gave him everything. That will be such a mulaqat. Such a meeting with Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. But for that meeting, to secure that meeting, peaceful, loving meeting, my dear brothers, the key to that is in the masjids. Is in our salah. If I will get my salah on track, a five-time daily salah, and nothing less, then we'll see this world become a jinnati life, akhirat will become jinnati. And one important point, my past life, I missed all those namazes. Those are debts upon my head. Which I've got to pay for physically, I've got to cover it up. I have to cover it up. We have debts, we cannot sleep. We have debts, we cannot sleep. The debts of Allah Jalla Jalalu we have. We broke fasts in our life, we were in school. We didn't keep a roza, sometimes we broke it in the month of Ramadan. The namazes we missed, namaz upon namaz. Ulama give an example, they say that you loan somebody a hundred thousand rem, a friend of yours, and he says, I'll pay you, I'll pay you, I'll pay you. Every time he comes to visit you, he brings one checkers packet of chocolates and sweets for the children. But he's not speaking about the loan. What do you bring in chocolates for the children? One day you get upset telling him, buy, leave the chocolates and the sweets, talk about the loan and the money. Or he says, what kind of person you are? I'm bringing chocolates, you worry about the money. For Allah, Jalla Jalalu, we give him nafil sadqah. We're contributing to masjids. We're contributing here. We're reading nafil namazes. We're doing nafil hajj. We're doing nafil umrahs. But the debt on my head, I'm not talking about. You'll forget about all the chocolates and sweets by pay the loan. Allah says, where's the debt on your head that you, that you owe to me? You're doing nafil. That's on his place. But where is the debt that you got to pay still? Those past namazes, my dear brothers, they say a person will leave it, should not be towards the end of the life. That the nuhusat evil effect of all those debts catch up with him now. Catch up with him now. Now he doesn't understand that the family, the children, have turned against me. Now they have no time for me. Allah gave me a respite and good health to cover up all those disobediences. Those namazes, I must also, the salah, I must also, at that moment, at those moments, I was in the disobedience of Allah, and I have no fikr and concern to cover it up. I have to repay it. I cannot repay with cash. 
Physically I've got to start it. Even I said one, one namaz a day, the namazes I must. A Hafiz al-Quran starts Hibs the first day. And Allah takes me from this world. Inshallah on the day of Qiyamah you will rise with the Hufaz. Haji Sahib is saving for Haji's grave, for Haji never made it, he passed away en route. Qiyamah's day will be raised with the Hajis. Then Musalli that started his namaz at least. And I want the key to Jannat, the highest portion of Jannah. And he starts his qaza also, the Muslim namazes. There's hope inshallah he'll be raised with the Musallis on the day of Qiyamah. Allah will raise him, he started his journey at least. He started paying back to Allah. But is the debt over there, and the bank balance is zero or minus. How is a person, ulama, say that we want to withdraw from the treasury of Allah, but we haven't done any deposit as yet? Say, I'm making dua, I'm making dua, but nothing is happening. Because we're minus. But I want to do a withdrawal. I'm living in overdraft. But Allah is still giving. Allah is still giving, hoping that my slave now will begin to realize one day in his life, he has to come back to me and start paying me once again. Because he has to come back to me and the kitab, hisab will be open. Then the accountability will be taken. So we have our past namazes, our past rosas and fasts that we have broken. You start covering them up. How to cover them up? How do you calculate it? Go to Allah karam If you can't calculate it, take the most amount, maximum. Maybe 5 years, maybe 10 years. When I became balir, I can't remember when I became balir. By default, we learn in Sharia, a person now, a young boy before the age of 15, lunar years, according to the Islamic calendar. If he became balir by seeing a wet dream, a girl by menstruation, then she's balir. But if he can't remember when, then 15 lunar years. Now we usually count the solar years, January, February. So say 14 years, 6 months and 2 weeks. 14 years, 6 months and 2 weeks, a youngster reaches this age. According to Sharia, he is already an adult. Is balir. If my son is coming of age, I'm waiting for 15 still. But according to Sharia, he's already 14 years, 6 months and 2 weeks is balir. Namaz is farz upon him. Zakat, if he has, it means farz upon him. So start calculating from there. Now so many years. Take the maximum. And the easiest way, let me start all my Fajr namazes first. Let me cover up 10 years of my Fajr namazes. As much as I can do in a day. Without taking any notebook, any chart, the person will start first Rajab, first Sha'ban. Whatever date, Islamic date I started. And every day I'm reading 5 Fajr namazes. 2 Fajr namazes. Started first of Rajab. Then he knows every day I'm reading 2. By next year, first Rajab, I cover up two years Fajr Namaz. Just keep a note when I started. I'm doing two, five a day. So in one year, I did five years, finish my Fajr, is done, Alhamdulillah. I start my Maghrib Salah. You got two rakats, three rakats over there. It's quick, quick. At least I started doing it now. I'm paying back the death to Allah, Tabarak wa Ta'ala. At least Allah will open his treasury for me a little bit now. Allah was giving me, not dunya, but contentment, what I have. I'm happy in the condition I'm living. Because already I'm securing my key to my Jannah. That is the place to go. So all this preparation, my dear brothers, for the month of Ramadan, is at least from now I start my namaz. They say we cannot start it in the month of Ramadan. To get into momentum, we've got to start it now. Preparation now to even paint a wall, we know. We can't just put the paint on it. We've got to now remove the old paint first. Put the primer, scrape the, scrape the wall. Put the primer, first coat, second coat, third coat. Then the wall is looking beautiful. Before the month of Ramadan, we have time already. 
starts creeping the heart now. All these things and start calculating. The zakat I must, the, the fast I must, how do I cover it up? The, the, the namazes I must, how do I cover it up? And from today I won't miss any namaz salah or jamaat in the masjid. That at least we take in our life. Ulama say one weak spot point in my life, I make that the jihad of my life. Ya Allah, this I will work upon now till my moth. I will try, I will slip, I will fall, but I will get up again. One person went for a sheikh, to a sheikh and he says, Hazrat, my namaz is very weak. Please give me a taweez. He says, by namaz is the taweez. You can't get taweez for taweez. Namaz is the taweez. There's no other way. But be honest with Allah. We all have difficulty for your namaz to make it for salah or jamaat. But at least we can sit. They say a person, now if the alarm goes on in the shop, then he'll wake up very quickly. But he says, the alarm for namaz he can't hear. So I tell the person, they set the house alarm then. For that time. At least it'll go on, you'll have to wake up and come for salah. But know what I'm missing out for the day. I miss my fajr salah for the day. Nabi Ali salatu salam, after fajr salah goes to Fatima radiallahu she's asleep, she's lying down. She read the salah. With his foot he wakes up. Oh Fatima, get up. Oh Fatima, don't sleep after fajr salah. This is the time when Allah is distributing sustenance to his creation. Don't miss your share. Don't miss your share. Now's the time to take it. So set our alarms, five alarms, ten alarms, put it, somebody pick me up, somebody phone me. And Masihullah Khan sahab, you say, Rahmatullah alayhi, say, be honest with Allah. Before you sleep, make a short dua. At least talk to Allah. You say, be honest with Allah and say to Allah, Oh my Allah, I'm absolutely lazy. Allah, I love my sleep, I love my bed, I love my room, I love my aircon. Allah, I do want to get up for Fajr namaz. I have no intention. Say, be honest with Allah. Allah, I don't want to get up. But dear Allah, you get me up. Allah, you get me up. Say, talk to you Allah. See, the time will come in your life, leave Fajr Salah, Allah will get you for Tahajjud Namaz. Because you're talking to Allah now. You make the intention for your life. You're like this, I get my Namaz right in my life, my life will come right. They say, just start talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Start making talim in the house. Start reading about Namaz. And the third thing, they say, speak, give da'wat for Salah. Your friends. Even though now I'm lazy in my salah, but let's go for namaz. We're in school, let's go for namaz. The boys might say, you're becoming a Sufisa, very holy now. But we have to read it anyway. At least I'm talking about it. One person went to an alim of the Zinul Abidin, Hazrat, Asar namaz is so difficult to close the shop, it's almost impossible. I can't close that time, it's a roaring business that time. I can hear the azan from my shop, but I just can't close. It's very simple. From tomorrow onwards, now, just before Asar salah, what you do? Tell your staff to stand by the door. Go to all the neighbors' shops that are Muslim. Tell them, by just be namaz. Just have namaz time. Close up, close up, close up. Or send them an SMS at least. Or send them a WhatsApp. That namaz time changed today. So ensure you don't miss your salah. So he went shop to shop, shop to shop. And he reminded them, that just be asar namaz. He went back to his dukan, shop, he sat down. And azan is going. Those people felt ashamed. They closed their shops. They're passing his shop. And they're looking at him and giving him eyes. But you told us, you, you're still sitting in your shop. He said, do it for three days. Do it for three days. By the third day already he closed his shop. Just giving da'wat of namaz. Wa'mur ahalaka bis salah. Allah ta'ala says, command your family with namaz. And that time the child is small. Read namaz, read namaz, read namaz. Allah will give you, Allah will give you. The child is small, can't understand. You come back home also, ask the wife, you read namaz. Say, wa'mur ahalaka bis salah. Allah ta'ala starti bin Quran. They command your family with salah and then you be punctual upon salah. What I say? What do we say? 
that no, I can't tell them if I'm not doing it. Quran is the other way. The sequence is different. Tell them first. By the barakat and blessings of telling them, you will do it. Those innocent children will tell you about you saying about namaz, but you're sleeping still. Asar namaz, you must on Saturday. But you're telling us about salah. He said the biggest sheikh in the house will be the wife. You're shouting about namaz, namaz yourself, you must it. Then the salah will come into the life. Allah Ta'ala says, command them with salah, you also be punctual, and the blessing of that, la nas'aluka rizqa. Allah says, we don't ask you for sustenance, nahnu rizquq, we will give you sustenance. By doing this in the house, only commanding them with namaz, being punctual, Allah says, we will provide for you. We will provide for you. And when the time is right, we will give it to you also. So my dear brothers, the least we can do from now on is make the intention in my heart. Ya Allah, if I want the Jannat, I want the Jannat, Allah has kept the key to that paradise, the Jannat, the food, the hoors, the damsels, the rivers, the water spots, the crowns, the first serving from Allah wa ta'ala, the trees, the fruits of Jannat, the key to that is here. Whether it be my Fajr to my Isha, that I will exert myself once the azan goes, I'll switch off everything. Now I'll run to my Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. We'll all try, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the to make amal, inshallah. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa laqibatu limitakeen wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Allahumma laka alhamdu kullu wa laka shukur kullu la nuhsithanaan alayka anta kama athnita ala nafsik. Allahumma salli wa sallim ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ala sayyidina Muhammad wa anzirhu al-maqad al-muqarrab a'indak. جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين وما كريم رحيم الله وما الله فجب سؤال وسنز وما الله الله the sins of the past وما الله the sins that we have done knowingly and knowingly وما الله وما الله the sins of the eyes وما الله the sins of our hearts our minds our ears our tongues our hands our feet وما الله Ya Allah, all these beautiful bounties you have given us, O oh my Kareem Rahim Allah. Ya Allah, we've used all these bounties against you, against your commands, O oh my Kareem Rahim Allah. Ya Allah, you are Khabir, you're all informed, O oh my Allah. You're Al-Basir, Ya Allah. You see everything, O oh my Allah. And then to O oh my Allah, you turned a blind eye, so to see, O oh my Allah. Then to give us so many bounties and ni'mas, O oh my Allah. Ya Allah, how many commands you have broken, how many sunnats you have abandoned, O oh my Kareem Rahim Allah. O oh my Kareem Rahim Allah. Then to you brought us to, to your home, O oh my Allah. Your pure home, Ya Allah. When your rahmat is pouring down, O oh my Allah. Your mercy is, Ya Allah. You are smiling upon this gathering, O oh my Allah. Ya Allah, you are turning our bad deeds into good deeds, O oh my Allah. You are forgiving all our sins, O oh my Allah. You are speaking about us, O oh my Allah. Ya Allah, we are undeserving, O oh my Kareem Rahim Allah. But then to your Akramul Akrameen, O oh my Allah. Ya Allah, you give every one of us bighiri istihqaq wa la minna. Ya Allah, you give us without being us deserving, O my Allah. Without asking, O my Allah. Ya Allah, we ask you, O my Allah. To the barakat of the month of Rajab and Sha'ban and Ramadan, O my Allah. Turn the condition of our hearts, O my Allah. Turn our hearts towards you, O my Allah. O my Allah, Ya Allah, grant us your mahabbat, your love, O my Allah. Oh my Allah, such a love for you, my Allah, such commitment to you, my Allah, such loyalty to you, my Allah, that nothing can break our taqwa, our relationship with you, my Allah. No sin, no guna, no temptation of dunya, oh my Allah, can turn us away from you, oh my Allah. Ya Allah, you know we are very weak, oh my Allah. Our iman is very weak, oh my Allah. Our amal are very weak, oh my Allah. Ya Allah, in every aspect we are weak, oh my Allah, we are fuqara. Ya Allah, we are poor ones, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are vagabonds, oh my Allah. We are beggars, oh my Allah. We are registered beggars, oh my Allah. Ya Allah, you are a qawi, oh my Allah. You are a qadir, oh my Allah. You are all powerful, oh my Allah. 
ela thriya kudrati alla thriya power thriya might o my allah pulls towards you o my allah ela even though we don't want to o my karim rahim allah we have so many sins in our lives o my allah ela we have so many temptations and so many bad habits o my allah we don't know how to get out of it o my allah o my karim rahim allah just your beautiful name allah ela is greater more powerful o my allah than any nafs any shaitan any sin any habit o my allah ila tu barakatu ya dhikratu salaam ya allah remove us from all the sins all these temptations o allah give us a pure life a beautiful life of jannah in this world in the qabr in akhirat ila grant us o allah grant our parents o allah ila grant our grandparents o allah grant our spouses ya allah grant our families our children ya allah our progeny o allah our neighbors our friends our muslims our students our mutaalliqin o allah the entire ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam o grant us your muhabbat your love the love for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam o my karim rahim allah all those that have passed on o allah and they've gone to the qabr o allah ya allah forgive them o allah raise them o allah be kind to them o allah be their parents o allah be their uncles our aunts o allah be their grandparents our great grandparents o allah Yalla we are living in the barakat of the duas of my karim rahim allah yalla reward them the best of reward o my allah forgive them we look them o my allah prepare for them a great jannat o my allah is beautiful and keep them happy o my allah yalla blow the winds of jannat upon them o my allah give them sukoon and chain yalla keep us in this world with afiyat yalla keep us our parents our children our progeny our families o my allah save us all the haram o my karim rahim allah haram avenues menus places activities o my allah keep us in halal keep us in your home in the masjid o my allah your obedience o my allah even though we don't want to o my allah then to you pull us towards you my karim rahim allah for our homes of muhabbat with love with understanding ya allah all those young boys and girls of marriageable age o my allah ya allah the parents are parishan and worried about them o my allah from your treasure o my allah ya allah you said to them suitable spouses o my allah there will be assistance upon them in deen o my allah they will grant them the best of dunya qabr and akhirah o my allah all those in qarz and death o my allah remove them o my allah from your qudrat from your treasure supply and give them o my allah Ya Allah, save us from haram banks and activities and riba and usury, O my Allah. Ya Allah, give us a pure and halal and clean life, O my Allah. Oh my Karim Rahim Allah we have qaza namazes and rozas and zakat whatever it may be oh my Allah give us the strength from today oh my Allah to cover everything up oh my Allah ya Allah to sit down ya Allah to be pen would pen to page oh my Allah i said count you oh my Allah what we owe you oh my Allah how many days you know our life you Allah we forgot about you we didn't think about you so bold oh my Allah to challenge you oh my Allah to break your command oh ya Allah we are ya Allah we are sorry oh my Allah ya Allah forgive us oh my Allah forgive us forgive our parents our children our spouses our families oh my Allah ya give us a new lease life oh my allah yalla life of deen yalla enjoyment in deen oh my allah yalla teach us how to enjoy yourself within deen oh my allah yalla everything of dunya and everything is haram yalla make it look bitter and sour to us oh my allah no enjoyment in it oh my allah give us the pleasure of salah oh my kareem rahim allah oh my kareem rahim allah amongst our awliya and our friends haji dadullah would say oh my allah on the day of qiyamah even allah will send all the people to jannah and allah will tell to me and ask you oh imdadullah what do you want yalla i will say to you oh my allah grant me give me one musalla in the corner of your arsh oh my allah to read my salah before you oh my allah yalla give us the sweetness of salah oh my allah the sweetness of taking your name oh my allah the sweetness of tahajjud oh my allah yalla open the haram in sharif oh my allah oh my allah open madina sharif for us oh my allah yalla show us the kaaba sharif oh my allah yalla the yalla the hat years to don the haram once again oh my allah All those haven't been here, Allah, take them over and over again, O my Allah. Take us over and over again to Arami Sharifin. O my Allah, to send in the Arab of Makkah, Makkah. And to listen to Quran, O my Allah. 
Yalla, we feel your love, we feel your muhabbat, oh my Allah. All of us haven't made hajj, oh my Allah. Open the hajj for them, oh my Allah. Yalla, take us all over and over again, Yalla. Give us place in Baqi, oh my Allah. Give us place in Mu'alla, oh my Allah. Yalla, take us in a condition to be happy with us, oh my Kareem, Rahim Allah. Oh my Kareem, Rahim Allah. Make our mouth easy for us, oh my Allah. Qabar, make it easy for us, oh my Allah. And the day of Qiyamah, oh my Kareem, Rahim Allah. Yalla, don't, yalla, don't shame us, oh my Allah. You conceal our sins, oh my Allah. Take our hisab kitab, ya Allah. Ya Allah, in a closed room, oh my Allah, that nobody can see our sins, oh my Allah. Ya make Nabi Ali sallallahu alayhi wa sallam happy, oh my Allah. Save us ma'adhaab jahannam, ma'adhaab qabar. Give us jannat al-firdos of the reckoning, oh my Allah. Oh my kareem rahim Allah. We thank you for all your names and the bounties you have given us. Ya Allah, without being deserving, oh my Allah, you give us iman, oh my Allah. We believe in you, oh my Allah. You made us ummati of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Oh my Kareem Rahimallah, the food you have given us, the homes you have given us, the cars, the vehicles, the masjids, Ya Allah, the ulum, the ulama, ikram, the kind people around us, oh my Allah, also be kind to us, Ya Allah, be kind to them, oh my Allah. Ya shun ihsan upon us, Ya Allah, you be ihsan upon them, oh my Allah, in this world, in the qabr and akhirat, oh my Allah, keep us in your bounties, oh my Allah, take us in your bounties, oh my Allah, whatever parishani in the world, in every corner of the world, the Muslims are parishani, and restless, and Ya Allah, they, ya Allah, they in pain, oh my Allah, remove this suffering, remove this sorrow, oh my Allah, keep them happy, Oh my Allah, the month of Ramadan is soon to come. No, oh my Kareem, Rahim Allah, where the winds of Jannah will begin to blow. Jannah will be decorated. Oh my Allah, ya Allah, the rewards of the Ummah Nabi Ali Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam be multiplied. Oh my Allah, ya Allah, give us a shock and desire for the month of Ramadan. Oh my Kareem, Rahim Allah, that we make tawbah. Ya Allah, we turn towards you. We ask you for tawfiq to give us your strength. Ya Allah, to obey you. Oh my Allah, to break your commands. Oh my Allah, give us shock and desire for tarawih. Oh my Allah, for fasting. Oh my Allah, the beautiful iftaris and series. Oh my Kareem, Rahim Allah, ya Allah, give us the barakah of all. Beautiful things of Deen, oh my Allah. Give us a life of Iman. Take us in the condition of Iman. Raise us in the day of Qiyamah with Iman. Rabbana taqabbal minna inna kanta sami'u al-alim. Wa tub'alina inna kanta tawabu rahim. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'adaka minhu nabiyuka Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min shadhi ma sa'adaka minhu nabiyuka Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaag wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billah. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Salamun ala mursaleen. Wa alhamdulillah. رب العالمين آمين آمين سبحان الله الحمد لله سبحان الله الحمد لله شكرا لله